Hello, my name is John Schaefer and welcome to the Citywell Wealth Manager podcast. In Rishi Sunak's spring budget, it was announced that corporation tax is rising to 25% in 2023. But what does this mean for small cap firms? I spoke with veteran smaller companies fund manager Paul Jordan from Amati to get his reactions. Paul, thanks for joining me today. I just wanted to get a, a couple of reactions to today's budget. Um, how will this increase in corporation tax to 25% impact small cap shares? Uh, well, it's a good question. I mean, the, the, the corporate tax rate was obviously um, even higher than 25% back in, you know, 10 years ago, if you re- rewind the clock. So this is a bit of a, it's a bit of a um, unwinding of that. Um, I mean, I, I think... Um, you have to set any impact on the individual companies in the context that, you know, clearly that the UK as a whole needs to get its budget deficit under control. And so, you know, I think there's, there's a lot of sympathy with the Chancellor's positioning uh, around, um, you know, around trying to do that. Um, I, 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 I suppose, you know, obviously when you rise, when you raise taxes in any sense, it always has a dampening effect. Um, I think a 25% rate is livable with from a small, you know, from a corporate point of view. But what I would say is that, you know, this is it's two years away before it goes up. But I really hope that the chancellor will, in 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 pushing the corporate tax rate up, will also look at all the ways in which there are some companies out there who don't pay any tax, and um, you know, it's it, what potentially what. It, pushing this rate of tax up does is it widens the gap between, you know, the various loopholes that are used to avoid corporate tax and the companies that are willing to pay it. So, you know, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm thinking in part of private equity type funding structures that take the tax rate down to zero, which is obviously one of the biggest areas. And, you know, so there is a worry, there's a slight worry at the back of my mind that actually what happens in a couple of years time is the, the incentive to take companies off the market and structure them financially differently goes up. and We therefore lose some good public companies to private hands. Yeah, you're kind of saying that those unlisted companies will have an unfair advantage over sort of small cap listed companies. Yeah, and this is a perennial issue, which you know, people like me would love to talk to the government about and never, very probably never get a chance to. But, you know, there's, there's, it, it always somehow gets sort of swept under the carpet um, because, you know, I, I guess <laughs> the people in private equity pay a lot of bills in politics. So... You know, there's there's this difficult thing for politicians to deal with because you know their, their funders don't really want them to deal with it. But I, I think you know pushing the corporate tax rate up hopefully will also turn up the spotlight on areas where legislation needs to be tightened so that you know this is obviously only fair if everybody pays it and there's lots of companies out there that don't. And of course, you know, also there's the international tax problems over and above that. So this could also heighten the gap between high street retailers. UK-based paying UK taxes and, you know, international online retailers who, you know, some of the cases don't pay VAT or UK tax. So again, you know, that, that kind of gap needs to be addressed. And, and when you're pushing up corporate tax rates, you know, that has to be looked at in, in, at the same time. Otherwise, it, it just widens um, so it's some pretty unproductive inequalities between different corporate structures. Sure. Well, I guess looking at small caps from an international lens, um, that hike in corporation tax, will that make UK small caps a bit less attractive to international investors? I mean, it, it, you know, the companies get valued on on the, um, the, the discounted cash flow of their future earnings, theoretically. So obviously it brings it down, brings down valuations. 
um, uh, to a degree. And, um, you know, so it'd be interesting to see how the market deals with that over the coming years. But, you know, you've got to offset that against the incredible protection that corporates have had over the last two years. And so, you know, in a sense, this is like your insurance premium going out with your corporate tax bill going up. And I, I don't think there's any problem with that internationally. It's just the problems will come if if this tax is increased without the, the playing field also be leveled in areas where there are, com- there are companies that get around it. Yeah, but I mean, I suppose does it make these com- these companies a bit more, a bit less competitive on the world stage? I think Sunak said that even after the tax increase, it would still be sort of the lowest of the G seven countries. But but was that the kind of USP before that that low low tax rate meant, meant the cost for these companies were so low that you know the small caps were quite attractive? Well, I mean, the, the the tax rate in itself lowers your profitability, but it doesn't lower your cost of doing. It doesn't. It doesn't doesn't affect your um, your gross margins, or, or, you know, which and, and or even your operating margins, um, because those all happen before tax, and those are the things that really affect competitiveness. So, you know, while well, the, I suppose the issue that, that he might be referring to in, in you know, the competition for low tax rates globally is all about where international companies choose to invest, and you know, yes, to a degree, you increase the corporate tax rate, it makes the UK a little bit less attractive to invest in. And so there need to be some offsetting features around that. And, you know, I, I suppose for me that, yes, it's a competitive rate with um, other G7 countries, and that's a good thing. But, you know, collectively, the G7 countries need to make sure they're not losing out to ultra-low tax jurisdictions. And again, I think I think loads more work needs to be done on that. And it should be, it shouldn't, it's, if, if the G7 acted together, they could um, come up with some very effective uh, ways of dealing with what is effectively unfair tax competition from, you know, the super low tax jurisdictions, which are well known. But, you know, some things have improved in that regard over the last decade, but not enough, really. What about the impact on VCT qualifying companies? Um, obviously, you're a VCT manager, and, and, and we sort of associate VCTs with sort of scale up and startup companies. Um, are they going to be feeling the squeeze more? No, I, I don't think so. No, I'm, I, I think the um, you know the government has over the last 25 years, you know, across Labour and Conservative and coalition administrations, consistently created a, a, a good backdrop for uh, new ventures in the UK, and I think it's a very supportive environment. And the, the, the level of capital, capital provision um, in the UK for new businesses is very good, and that, that's what matters if you're starting up a company. The corporate tax rate, you only pay it if you're successful. So, you know, yeah, it's not that big a problem to, to start up. How significant is this 130% investment tax break for, for small caps and VCT firms? Yeah, that that's interesting. And, and that will take a little bit of time to really work out. It, it obviously, it, it's going to impact companies who use a lot of plant and machinery because that's, that's what the tax relief is being given for. I mean, you know, a lot of the businesses we invest in, where, where you've got quite high, you know, a lot of people skills involved. Uh, you know, people are not planting machinery, and they're not going to benefit from this. But you know, in, in many companies, investing in growth means hiring more people rather than buying more planting machinery. And so it doesn't, you know, it only affects a proportion of of companies that are dependent on capital investment. And uh, you know, for them, it will be good. And you know, I, I'm looking at the Treasury forecasts. You know, you've got three years of cost from that, and then 
quite a number of years of gain from it afterwards, because not only because you know, it will stimulate economic growth, but the tax rates then go up. And so the profits generated by that plant and machinery in the future will get taxed. So, you know, I think, it, I think it's pretty smart policy making. As a fund manager, any big opportunities from this budget? Oh, that's a good question. I don't think it necessarily um, changes the, 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 the field of opportunities. You know, they, they remain you know, very much where they were. I, I mean, hopefully this will, um, you know, this will help provide a sounder footing for the UK into the future, and it's indicating the direction of travel, which I think is the right one. I mean, you know, I, I, I was and am beginning to get concerned about the... Um, the rate at which money supply has been rising and QE has been happening, and the, you know the, the rate at which the magic money tree is being shaken, as it were, and um, you know that could become very destructive if it goes on too long, um, and you, you don't want to find out when too much when when you've done too much of it because that that you're only going to know when it's been a disaster. So you know, hopefully, this is steering away from the brink in that respect. Um, but, you know, it's also very clear, listening to the budget and other statements from government, that they're very determined to bring about a lot of investment in the transition away from fossil fuels. And, you know, that, that, that there's, there's a, you know, a lot of opportunities for not only startups, but, you know, R&D and new, new technology companies uh, who, who are going to enable that transition. Because, you know, it can't be done just with what we have right now. It's going to depend on lots and lots of new inventions. And I think that's really where we as all the company investors come in and then hopefully allocate the capital effectively to companies that can really make a difference in that regard. Great stuff. Well, Paul, thanks so much for joining me. Fantastic. Thanks for having me on.